Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today because on the show, I am going to be teaching you the reason why you don't follow through. Now, the reason that I wanted to do this show is I have so many of you students and clients and people that I talk to. I do a lot of guest speaking at different retreats and for other masterminds. And so often this criticism, this judgment of self comes up that I can't follow through on a schedule. I just don't do what I told myself that I would do. And then it almost turns into a level of shame. Like I should be doing this and I'm not, and there's something wrong with me. So because this is so present and I've heard so many people present with it when I coach them, I wanted to do a show to explain to you (laughs) why you don't follow through. And it's literally something that you've been trained to do. So many of you are going to tell me, okay, but I sometimes follow through because if it has to do with somebody else, I for sure show up. And I'm going to show you why that's true too. So this is a really important podcast for you. If you are someone who knows like I can make a schedule, but it's like 50, 50 at best that I'm actually going to follow through on it. And if you're someone who wants to become the person who just sets a schedule, tells herself she's going to do what she's going to do and actually follows through on it. So in order for me to teach you about that, I first have to remind you about the two parts of your brain. So if you just started listening to the show, you may not have heard me talk about this in this way before, but we basically have two parts to our brain. There is the primitive brain, the lower brain, which is what I call the toddler brain. So this part of the brain in your human design is it prioritizes and values immediate gratification. So it wants to feel good all the time. (laughs) It's just like a toddler. Like think about a toddler. They like want what they want in the moment and they like will throw a fit and lose their minds until they get what they want. That's what happens in the toddler part or the primitive part of your brain. Okay. Values, immediate gratification, feel good right now. And then we have the other part of your brain, which is the human brain, the higher part, the prefrontal cortex, which I call the adult brain. So in the adult brain, what happens is that's the part of your brain where you plan and you make higher quality decisions. You think about yourself, you think about your life and beyond just thinking about what's good for you in the moment, you think about what's good for you in the longer run like into your future, you're more future focused in that part of your brain. And so that part of the brain really values and prioritizes delayed gratification, not what's going to feel really good right now in the moment, but what is going to feel good and be best for you in the long run, in the future, instead of just in the present moment. So we have those two pieces of the brain happening. That's just part of your human design. 
So the toddler brain seeks immediate gratification, whereas the adult brain seeks long-term gratification or delaying gratification, okay? So we have those two pieces happening in your brain. And then we have the messages that we receive in society, okay? So I want you to think about this. You have the message that you receive that you should feel good all the time. And think about like all of the advertising that we see. I mean, just open up your Instagram feed and what do you see? What do you observe? Like drive down the street and look at the billboards. What are the messages that they are telling you? It's like, we should feel good right now. Always. You like deserve to feel good. You deserve to be happy. Like the, a life well lived is through the pursuit of happiness. And we've been taught this message for a really long time. Like for most of us, if you're someone who grew up in basic United States society, that is the message that we've been told. And our parents have probably told us that our mentors, our coaches. So as kids, even think about all the people that were really important to us in our lives. And they're telling us this message, like the whole point of life is to be happy. Now, I know for sure that is the message I received from my parents growing up. Like my parents wanted nothing more for me than to go to college, get a great corporate job because that was the path to happiness. So the thing that I was always pursuing was happiness, just like probably what you've been pursuing, which is happiness, because that's the way we've been conditioned to think is like, that is the ultimate goal. And so we have that message going on in our brains. And then we also have another message happening, which is we're expected to follow through and to show up when it comes to something for someone else. And we've taken this to an extreme, actually, where we've cultivated this habit that we call people pleasing, right? We like do things at our own expense because we think it's what the other person wants us to do. And we vote for what the other person wants over our own vote for ourselves. And so this other piece of societal message that we get that we always show up for other people is a way that we avoid pain. Because think about what you think would happen if, for instance, you had an appointment with someone and you just didn't show up. Now, some people do this, but I'm guessing that if you were on listening to this show, you're probably not that person. You're probably like, no, I have this appointment with someone else. It's super important. I have to get up and go to it. And you don't even like consider not showing up to it. And the reason is, is because your brain is programmed against negative consequence. And what we have been told within our society is that there's a huge negative consequence if you don't show up for someone else because they're going to maybe think about you in a certain way or feel a certain way about you. And you don't want them to do that. You want them to think lovely thoughts and to really want to be around you and to feel maybe excited or love towards you or connection towards you or whatever it is that you would like them to feel. So in your mind, not showing up for that person means the opposite. It means that they're maybe going to reject you. They're going to say some negative things about you. All those things that we're worried about, which we develop the habit of people pleasing to overcome that potential negative consequence. So I want you to see these two messages that we've received within our society. Number one, you should feel good all the time. Like if you don't feel good, something has gone wrong and you should fix it. And a lot of our fixing is like we go to the next thing. Well, just when we achieve the next thing, then we'll be happy. When we have this amount of money, then we'll be happy. When our business grows to this level, then we'll be happy. 
when I hit this level in the corporate ladder, then I'll be happy. When I have the house and the car and the kids and the 401k and the certain amount of savings, then I'll be happy. So we have that going on at the same time as we have the societal messages that you always show up for other people. It's very important. You don't miss appointments because there's a negative consequence to that. And we don't want that negative consequence. So we're being driven to seek feeling good all the time at the same time as we are driven to not suffer the negative consequence of what someone else might think or say about us if we don't show up and follow through on what we told someone else we would do. That's why accountability seems so important. Like if you've ever said to yourself, I just need an accountability partner. It's because in your brain, you have made the not following through to someone else be such a negative consequence that you're not willing to have that consequence. So it's easier for you to follow through when someone else is there because the fuel is the avoidance of the negative consequence of the pain, maybe the potential emotional pain that you would have if someone else was upset with you in some way. So combining those two societal messages with the way that your human brain is designed and programmed is the reason why you have been trained not to follow your schedule or at least follow through on what you told yourself you would do. So let me explain this. Let me make the connection for you if you don't see it already. So you set out a schedule and in the way that I teach it, you create, you design your weekly schedule in advance of actually implementing your weekly schedule, meaning like before you actually get to work and do the things that you told yourself you would do. So you pre-plan your schedule for yourself and then you get into like, let's say it's Monday and it's 10 a.m. and you have this thing scheduled for yourself at Monday at 10 a.m. There's nobody else involved in this thing. Maybe it is writing the outline for a course. Maybe it is recording a podcast. Maybe it's going live on Instagram or Facebook. Nobody's going to know if you do it or you don't. Only you will know. And if you have some thinking in your brain that is making you feel maybe anxious or maybe worried or maybe some self-doubt or insecurity or even overwhelm any of those negative emotions, Your brain is literally going to tell you, you should go do something else. Now it's going to sound like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I should really only do this when I feel inspired or motivated. I don't want to do this. I have plenty of time. I could just do it tomorrow or I could just do it next week. That is your brain's, like your toddler brain's tricky way of getting you to go do something else that feels better. And then the toddler brain gets what it wants. Okay, so I want you to think about that. Like Monday, 10 a.m., you have that thing. You're like, oh, I just really don't want to do that. doesn't sound very fun. And you tell yourself, okay, I'll just do it later. Immediately what you get is flooded with dopamine relief. So you get like this immediate sense of relief because you told yourself you didn't have to. And that negative emotion dissipates because now you're doing something else, which maybe feels better, is maybe more fun. Maybe you go get a snack or you look at Instagram or whatever it is that you do. You're no longer in that negative emotional place. It feels really good, right? And so your toddler brain has just taken over and it's easy to let the toddler brain take over because of all of the societal messages that you've received that you should feel good all the time. So if there's something in your schedule and you don't feel good about doing it, you deserve not to do it. So that is the reason why you don't follow through on things that don't involve other people that only you know about. You've like literally been trained to do that. And then the reason why you follow through when someone else is involved is because you don't want the negative consequence that could happen if the person thought something about you. (laughs) You don't want them to think, 
right? Maybe they got upset with you that you didn't show up when you said you were going to. That's too big of a consequence in your own mind to handle. So you just show up. I would, I mean, if you just pay attention to yourself, there are going to be many times where you have an appointment with someone else and you don't feel like doing it but you still do it because you want to avoid the negative consequence of what the other person might think or feel or say about you if you didn't show up. That's the only difference. So those two reasons are the reasons why you have been trained to not follow through. I hear this all the time from my students and my clients. They're like, okay, but I'm just not someone who follows through. Like there's just something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. It's a habit that has been cultivated because of this two parts of the way your human brain is designed and the societal message that you've grown up with, that you've been inundated with, that you've absorbed into your mind. There is no follow through gene that you just happen to not have. This is a human habit. It's a behavior that has worked really well for you because you get the best of both worlds. You get to feel better by not following through on what you told yourself you were going to do in the moment. And you get to avoid the negative consequence of not following through for somebody else. So the question is, okay, now that we see this as the reason why we've developed this habit, it's very logical why we would do this, right? It goes along with what our natural tendency is and what our society has told us to be true. The question is, how do you stop it or how do you change it so that you are developing the other habit, which is following through on the things that you tell yourself to do? Because the negative consequence of you not following through on what you told yourself to do isn't strong enough for you as it is for what happens in your own mind if you don't follow through for somebody else. That's the fuel that's having you follow through there, but it's not strong enough fuel for you to follow through on yourself because yeah, do you tell yourself some negative things about yourself? Probably, most likely that's true, but it's not a compelling enough reason to change the habit. So what we have to do is pause for a second every time you have something on your schedule. And this is why I love scheduling because it gives you like, (laughs) 10 opportunities a day to practice the skill, building the muscle of following through. And there is one question that you will want to ask yourself that will help you build the follow through muscle. So you get to the thing at 10 o'clock on Monday, nobody's going to know that you did it or you didn't do it except for you. So nobody else is involved in the moment where you have the urge to not follow through and go do something else that feels better. The question that you want to pose to yourself is what does tomorrow me want me to do? This is a really powerful question. And it's one of those thought disruptors, which I think I'm going to do a podcast just on that, on thought disruptors, but it pauses your brain for a second and gives your adult brain the ability to come back on board instead of just immediately agreeing with the toddler brain. It's like, wait a minute, maybe this isn't the best choice for us. Maybe we should choose something different. And that's all you need to make a conscious decision versus an unconscious one like you have been just doing on default and autopilot. So this is what I call the follow-through question. What does tomorrow me want me to do? And here's why I love this question so much is because if you keep thinking about yourself as someone who doesn't follow through, you're going to keep recreating the situation where you're someone who doesn't follow through on what she told herself she would do. That is you creating your current moment from your past. That is being past focused delusional. (laughs) If you listen to the episode from last week. And what we want to do is start creating from your future. 
So the future you you want to be totally does what she told herself she's going to do. So you want to start voting for that future version of you. And if you ask yourself this question, it notice like, I don't care at all what you've done in the past with this question. The only thing we care about is what is tomorrow you going to feel about this? How is she going to think about this? Is she going to be like delighted that you decided not to follow through? I'm willing to guess that's not the case. Because if you really sat down and you made your schedule, you did it with your prefrontal cortex, your adult brain. Your adult brain did the planning and you want to rely on your adult brain as having your highest good. And so if you just trust yourself and that you made these decisions with your adult brain, they're the best decisions you could have made for your time for this week. And when you ask yourself, what would tomorrow me want me to do? Again, you're using your adult brain and you're making decisions informing your decisions for right in this moment from your future self. So you want to think about future you, not in the moment you. This is how you start to break that habit that you have developed because of the way your human brain is designed and the messages that it has absorbed and the habits that have been created through the combination of those two. The follow-through question is, what does tomorrow me want me to do right now? Like, is she going to be really excited that I didn't do this? Or is she going to be like really disappointed and feel overwhelmed because now she has to figure out how to get it done. She's still going to get it done, but now she has less time. And now she's feeling like she has to work frantically and work more hours to be able to get it done instead of feeling peaceful and accomplished and at ease because you did what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it, even though there was nobody else involved. It was just you. So This is the reason why you don't follow through. You can just like literally drop all of the criticism and the judgment and the mean things that you maybe have been saying to yourself because you think that you're just someone who doesn't do what she says she's going to do. There's a very good reason why. And so it's not your fault. It's just the way that we've grown up in this society and the way that we have been programmed. But now that you know that, now you have a choice. Now you have an informed, empowered decision to make because you know that's what's happened How do you want to use this information going forward? My suggestion is that you put, what does future me want me to do? What does tomorrow me want me to do? Like on something that you look at every single day when you step into your office or to go do something that you know that your inclination is gonna be not to follow through on. Ask yourself that question and answer from your future, not from your current moment or from your past. That is how you develop the skill of following through. And if you want more help with this, I just created a free course. It's called Take Control of Your Schedule. It's a three-part course. And I talk more about this in one of the videos. So you'll get some visuals. You'll get me explaining this again. And sometimes when you hear it one time, you hear it in a certain way. And then if you hear it again, you like listen to it again, maybe I will use slightly different words to explain it you will receive it in a different way and it will like land differently for you. So I want to encourage you to go sign up for that free course. You're going to get three steps to start taking control of your schedule today. You're also going to get my 30 day work two hours less planner when you sign up for that. And all you need to do to go sign up for it is to go to my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Sign up for it. You'll get the first video right away and then three videos in the three days following. Okay. Practice using that follow through question. It is super powerful and it is the thing that will change the tide and help you build the skill of following through. Have a gorgeous week. I'll see you next week.